0: In this episode, Ken Schumann and a group of faith walkers reflect on having ears to hear and five sayings of Jesus. The focus scripture is from Mark 4, 21 through 25. This conversation was recorded in October of 2023. Our mission is to make all this possible for individuals, communities, and the world. To learn more about faith walking, visit www.faithwalking.com. Join the conversation.
1: We're looking at a section of Scripture, Mark 4, 21 to 25, and it's a random collection of one-liners from Jesus. And we are comparing it to one-liners in faith walking, uh, brief statements that capture a big idea. And the first idea is, is found in verse 21 and verse 22, where it, it talks about the fact that we don't hide our light. And so let your light shine wherever you go. That's the idea. That verse is repeated in Matthew ten twenty six, And in faith walking, we would say, be courageous to find your voice, to take a stand for your own voice, to be differentiated, to not worry about what others think we we could go on for days talking about the fact that our our shame voice is why we hide our light because we don't think we're good enough, or we don't think we have anything worthy of being said, or we don't think that our gifts and talents are equal to somebody else's gifts and talents and And so, we hide our lamp under under a shade instead of allowing our light to shine. Now, obviously, we want the light of Jesus to shine, and we don't hide the light of Jesus. But part of who we are as followers of Jesus is that we are following Jesus out of our own selves. And so don't don't hide, and I think we do, Hide our own light under the shade of our shame. So don't throw shade on yourself. Take a stand for your own voice and let your voice be heard and seen. So then, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I goofed up already, gang. Let me back up. That was verse 21, and its companion phrase was in Matthew 5.15. Matthew 5.15. Let your light shine. Verse 22 stands on its own merit, and it is repeated in Matthew 10, 21, 26. So verse 21 is Matthew 5, 15. Let your light shine wherever you go. Verse 22 is repeated in Matthew 10, 26. And it's a nuance on on the previous verse. It's similar, but it's different. And, and here it is. All things will come to light and nothing will remain hidden. So what what's the encouragement? What do we talk about in faith walking? Live an authentic life where your secret self and your private self move into your public self. I think that's what he's getting getting at here. One day, all the secrets are going to be revealed. So don't lead a secret life lead an authentic life, lead a life where, where, where you are, uh, where you are self differentiated and where you show up as your authentic self and and you don't have reason to hide who you are or what you are or what you're about. That makes sense. I I'm reading a book that, um, that I was drawn back to. I've had the book on my shelf for a while and I've looked at it, but I've never read it. And I'm reading it now. And it's it's a book by Parker Palmer uh, called a, a Hidden Wholeness. And I, I want to read a couple of excerpts from the book in, in in like the second chapter. Imagining other possibilities for our lives would remind us of the painful gap between who we truly are and the role we think we have to play in the so-called world. So he talks about the divided self and and he and in it he talks about the difference between who we really are and who we think we have to show up in the world as. And that's what he calls the role we play. Now we may have multiple roles that we play. But I I think what he's saying is it it's challenging and it's and it's almost impossible to think of any new possibilities because we're constantly reminded of this gap of inauthenticity in our lives between who we really are and who we are in public, the role we play. And as I'm I'm reading again, as we become more obsessed with succeeding and we disappear into our roles, we could spend all day pondering that. He, He says it this way, and I really like this. We sense that something is missing in our lives. And we search the world for whatever it is that's missing. And we never fully understand that what is missing is us. So again, I think in faith walking, we, we invite people to find their true self, to find their true voice, to find who they are, to, to live uh, a, a life of self-differentiation. To live a life of authenticity. And that life is saying, no, I'm not going to listen to all the other voices, maybe the voices of my first formation, maybe the voices of my vows, maybe the voices of my shame that hide my true self. And I'm going to let my true self speak out. The divided life may be whatever that means. But wholeness is always a choice. Don't you love that he uses that same language? We love wholeness. So you you have the choice: divided self or whole self. We're on this journey of becoming more whole. We're we're on this journey of finding our voice, of finding our light. And bringing our light in, in, into and and letting people see flaws and all. And And here's the thing, group. Even our broken places are part of who we are. And they're part of our story. And imagine if even our broken places are part of our beauty. That's the second one third one in verse 23. Have ears to hear. Be a person that listens for the invitation of God. Live a reflective life and pay attention to the voices that you are listening to. So in faith walking, one of the things that we strongly encourage people is sort through the voices. Evaluate the voices. Don't just go along because, oh, well, that's what my mama taught me when I was a kid, or that's what I learned in my first formation. Well, we need to carry that into adulthood also, and we, we need to evaluate the voices that we're listening to. Have ears to hear. Pay attention to what you're listening to. In faith walking, we would say gather the facts. Be curious. Don't jump to conclusions. And don't make up stories in your head. Have ears to hear. Listen. For the voices, sort through the voices, find your voice and find God's voice and your voice. Have ears to hear. Verse 24 is next. And verse 24 is is repeated in Matthew 7, verse 2, and also in Luke 6, verse 38. And it's this idea, put what you have to use. What you get in life is determined by what you give in life. So be generous as a way of life. Be generous as a way of life. Live a missional life by joining with God on mission in the world, serving others in love. So why don't we all live that way? Because we're anxious and afraid. I can't live a generous life because I'm afraid if I give away what I have, then I won't have anything. Live a life of trust in God, not a life of fear. If there's one message that I could preach to the world today, that's the word. Don't live a life of fear. Well, I'm not afraid of nothing. I guarantee you I could, I could name five things most everybody's afraid of, right? Yes, you are. So don't be afraid. Live in trust. There uh, you alluded to it. I have enough and there will be enough. God's going to provide me with enough. And be generous with your life. That's number four. And number five, verse 25, is repeated in Matthew 13, 12, and also in Matthew 25, 29. And I believe it's this idea. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to put it in faith-walking terms. Keep growing. So that you don't lose what you've gained. Keep growing. So you don't lose what you've gained. In faith walking, you will remember this phrase. Transformation has a half life. What does that mean? Well, that means if you don't use the, if you you don't keep, growing you're going to lose what the the growth that you, and the progress that you've made you're going to forget it and it's going to go away if we don't keep growing we lose what we have and so faith walking invites you to to realize you don't have to become more than you are but become all that you are keep growing in your emotional maturity don't don't stop Don't give up. Don't quit. Practice it daily. Practice applying the principles of faith walking every day so that you can keep growing. So that your light becomes brighter when you let your light shine. Five sayings of Jesus that I believe match up really, really well with five sayings of faith walking. So what's that stir in you? What thoughts or questions do you have?
0: My thoughts on the whole wholeness thing, because I have been studying insanely two to three hours a day. um, Because that is my goal to become completely whole, not just physically, but mentally, spiritually. And I'm finding out unless you work towards wholeness, you cannot know God. You can't even have a decent relationship with him. It's it's beyond just prayers. And it's working on wholeness, sincerely working on it and becoming authentic. You start becoming aware of everything around you, the way people react to you, the things that they're saying, listening better, um, thinking before you speak. And it's it's not even about just trying to be good mm-hmm. or, or live up to anything.
2: It's mm-hmm. just
0: actually being. Yeah, and I, as long as I've been in faith walking, I mean, I have to, I don't know if it's because of the hip surgery, maybe the medication I'm on or because I'm in a standstill right now, which, but I thank God because it has catapulted me into this complete study that, um, and focus and, you know, everybody always says, well, I can't change or I can't work t- towards wholeness until I get to this area where I'm doing better or I've given up smoking or I've given up drinking or I've given up whatever it is living with somebody. <laughs> and, and I, it's like, I keep saying, no, you start right where you're at. If mm-hmm. I had waited till everything was perfect, I would not be where I'm at right now.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
0: I, and I am, I am at a good place right now. And I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah. I would not have gotten to that good place if I could not have been honest with Mm -hmm. my honesty about drinking. Do you know, I haven't had a single glass of wine since September 5th. That's a big deal for me because I've been drinking wine, even if it's, I'm not saying it's wrong for everybody, but even the few glasses a day, that was something Mm -hmm. I thought I'd never be able to give up. And just being able to say it and do it, you know, and just be honest Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. gave gave light to a situation that I didn't realize I was struggling with. And, Mm -hmm. Now it's like, no big deal, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's over. And my husband hasn't either. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> and so we actually spend a lot of time reading together. We're both working on this wholeness thing in our own ways. And so, um I, but but i'm I'm realizing it's it's not like any other relationship you have with God. It's not about just sitting on the pew and studying scripture and going to Sunday school and worship songs. it's It's huh. that whole reflective and meditation part.
2: Mm-hmm. Just so vital. Mm-hmm. And I
0: didn't realize how much I was drowning my thoughts and myself out with other things mm-hmm. being sati- satiated with. So that that's all I'm thinking is just like wholeness is a big deal with me right now. So I love this.
1: Good, Brenda. Thank you for sharing all that with us. And 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 that's awesome. Thank
3: you, Brenda. Um, One of the things I was thinking about, um, and I know I've said this to some of you, you may not, not everybody, but it's one of the challenges I'm having is the fact that this is the first time in my life I'm living alone. And, and I don't like it. I'm an extrovert. I like having people around. That's why I come into the office rather than sit in my apartment. I don't have work to do here, but there's people sometimes here. And when you said that, Brenda, I was listening, thinking, yeah, but, but she's got her Mm -hmm. husband. And then you said something. No, no, it was perfect because you, you, you brought it up and you said, had to start with you. And I thought, Oh, gosh, she's right. It's just me. I can't wait until I have somebody else. I can't wait until it's the perfect situation. I can't. And I'm saying this to you, and I'm thinking, oh gosh, now I have to walk in it because you're gonna <laughs> you're hearing this. and uh, <laughs> and it's I know it's not going to be easy, but thank you for the reminder you're
0: absolutely right Judith let me tell you something you know what my husband said to me yesterday because I keep asking him what's going to keep you strong what's going to keep you walking this say you know because my doctor said hey go have some wine go have some dinner and I'm like no I want to stay kind of right where I'm at and keep walking this path and my I asked my husband what's going to keep you you know from doing whatever and he goes "I," he said you Whatever you choose to do, that is what I'm doing. I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> that is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, did, he said yesterday, it all started with me. It started with me. It started with me walking with faith walking. It started with this. So yeah. I'm not taking props on that and applause for that. Oh, but, it's no, just, I know. but it's like, I, why couldn't somebody else be the leader? So that puts a lot of, but I'm not responsible for his actions. Right. So, and and I, right. I told him, I said, look, I can falter like anybody else. Mm-hmm. at any given moment and i'm not just talking about drink i'm talking about my mouth <laughs> my <laughs> temper anything you know but but i'm aware of it and and i'm not going to beat myself up when i do falter if i do when i do i'm gonna say when but yeah, yeah judith yeah it starts with you
3: <laughs> yeah thank you
2: <sighs> yep go ahead all right go I really like the idea of god's one-liners because, you know, so I'm in Foundation 2, and we're doing, uh, we're, we're dealing with shame. And I don't remember what you called the box, but it's what I know about me and what other people know about me. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know about me and what other people don't know about me. What other people know about me that I don't know about myself, what nobody knows about me. So it's all these different things. And all I kept thinking of, for those of you who might have, uh, especially, I mean, Texans, I'm sure have probably more likely heard of him, I guess. um, But this comedian named Ron White. And he, he has this line that he says where his wife's like, let me tell you something you don't know about you. And that's <laughs> all I can hear every time. And I'm like, God does have a sense of humor. You know, he does. It's And it's one-liners that are, that are joyful and they're funny to help us remember these things, to help us go, you know, let me tell you. So now whenever I'm like trying to think through that. That square, which seems like you know, it's not necessarily that exciting. I can giggle a little bit, um, and the and I think in the giggling and in that joy, that that that's I mean, joy is what we're wanting, right? Joy is what we're aiming for. Joy is what God wants for us. And so, um, even just little things like that, trying to figure out and find those little kernels in the day of, you know, I like that God's one-liners. so
1: cool. Well, group, I'm so glad that you were here today. Thank you for coming.
0: For more information about Faith Walking, visit www.faithwalking.com. We want to remind you that Faith Walking exists because of your financial support. Please consider donating today at faithwalking.com. Visit our site for more workshops and courses available online.